Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. So you don't have to, to accept everything. You don't have to say yes to, to everyone. Pick the ones you'd like because they would appreciate your skill set a lot more than people who are only interested about price or not fair in the way they behave with you. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. This is part two of my two-part interview with Daniel Alphen. He is a LinkedIn expert. Go back and listen to part one if you missed that. As always, there's a lot of good information. We are chatting about how you can instantly improve your LinkedIn profile to attract the right businesses, some strategies. If you are new to LinkedIn as a photographer, particularly a headshot or brand photographer, to attract the right folks and kind of know what you're doing since it's a very different platform from Instagram or Facebook or whatever else you're using. Before we jump into the rest of this interview, part two of this interview, here are a couple of words from the folks who support this show. What if I told you that there is a magic key that is inextricably linked to your success? Well, I have discovered something that is pretty darn close to a magic key, and it is clarity. Clarity helps us to replace overwhelm with energy, procrastination, and confusion with excitement. It helps us to show up as us. It is all the things, clarity of self, clarity of what we bring, clarity of where we're going. It is what makes us excited to do things in business. Do you remember when you first started and you couldn't wait to make your first blog post and book your first client and do your first Instagram post and all of the things that entrepreneurs get super excited about? Well, a lot of times we get stuck and we get overwhelmed and we don't really like it anymore and we feel crappy. And that is always due to a lack of clarity. I am now offering Cultivate Clarity, which is a deep dive into rediscovering your clarity and moving forward in your business with energy and confidence and all of the good things. This is mostly one-on-one -on -one with me with some individual work on your own. And so to learn more about Cultivate Clarity, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity to rediscover clarity and grow your business happier and faster. Looking for a professional website for your photography business? Then check out Pro Photo. They offer tons of beautiful designs to choose from and a builder that gives you full control to customize however you'd like so you won't get stuck with a cookie cutter site or have to pay a fortune for a custom one. 
With top-of-the-line dedicated web hosting and amazing support, let ProPhoto partner with you to make your website a great one. For listeners of the Photo Business Help podcast, ProPhoto is offering a special introductory rate of only $25 per month for the first 18 months when you sign up using the coupon code PHOTOBIZHELP. So that's $25 per month, almost half off, for the first 18 months that you try this out. This is hosting with the beautiful templates. The code is PHOTOBIZHELP, B-I-Z, when you check out. So whether you've never had a website before or you're looking to make a switch, using ProPhoto will give you a site you can be proud of and the support you can trust. And I can speak to this. I use ProPhoto for my theme. I have for about eight years now. I'm now hosting with them. Their customer support is unparalleled. They're an amazing company to work with. Once again, $25 per month for the first 18 months with a special listener code, PhotoBiz Help. And you understand that there is a setting on LinkedIn that you made your profile photo private for only your own connections. So if you have, say, 900 connections, those people will see a photo. But, you know, LinkedIn has close to 1 billion users and two people sign up every second. 90% of the world's population will not see your profile photo when you're in photography. Wow. And that's just a simple setting in your own profile settings that, that says hide my profile from people that aren't connected to me. Absolutely. The profile photo. And wow. it would take really 30 seconds to, to check. Well, that's a great tip. That's an awesome tip. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's something I'm also going to check when we're done, just to make sure. Is there anything else sort of just top level that, that folks do that you see where you, you would recommend not to do it? What I would suggest is to, is to start connecting with people, with, or connecting on LinkedIn only with people you know well. Because if you're uh, operating a referral um, system and if most of your clients come through referrals, then the minute you start accepting invitations from people you don't know, you'll lose the opportunity to get a referral. And in our businesses, sometimes referral is the best way to gain new clients. This is a really interesting point because I, I do have a couple of friends that, are, that use LinkedIn regularly. And that was something that we talked about a long time ago, probably before COVID, I would say. But um, I do remember having this conversation uh, and I kind of took them up on this advice where I haven't been accepting invitations from people I don't recognize because I, I had heard that it's really important to have a strong sort of organic network first. And I think that that's, that's really important when we think in kind of like quote unquote social media terms, because in general, we don't care who follows us when we're on Instagram, right? As long as they enjoy what, what we're doing and, and it's a good relationship. But speak a little more ab about that sort of why it's important to just keep people in that circle of organic connection other than, you know, the referral part. Is there, are there other benefits to keeping your network or growing your network that way? There are other benefits. Your feed is likely to be a lot more interesting if you know the people you're connected with. So you recognize them, you work with them, you offer services to them. So what they do on LinkedIn is relevant for you. And the reason your friends and my friends try to, to accept invitations or grow the network is that they think that they need to get exposure and that exposure will, will happen when they have 2,000 or 3,000 connections. 
What I can tell you, Natalie, is that exposure happens on LinkedIn only when you have 30,000 connections. So it's okay to have 30,000 connections because you would get exposure. But if you're stuck in the middle, you do. 2,000, 5,000 is not really a lot of exposure and you jeopardize your chances of, of getting referrals. Plus your feed is going to be like two business person, the notification, their birthdays, whatever they do is, is less relevant for you. And you might lose a, a signal from someone who you really care about. Like your strongest client is just updated your profile and you missed it because the word Tom, Dick, and Harry, that their birthday happened today and, and you missed that important notification. Well, I really appreciate that you brought that up because I speak a lot with my students, my coaching students about photography in particular, you don't need a big audience to have a successful business. And I'm proof of that. I don't have a massive audience. I think I have like 3000 or so followers on Instagram. And I've been doing this a long time. Part of that's my own consistency showing up in the early days and things like that. But it still did not affect my growth. You know, the network that I have is a very strong network. And I think I think that's a really, really good point, especially in a, um, an industry like photography, because we're service-based and those relationships, you know, we are actually showing up in person to do this work and, and to have a strong relationship is, is really important. Um, so I appreciate that you brought that up. That's, that's a really great tip for people starting out. And it, you're right. It is kind of annoying when there's just all sorts of stuff coming at you from people that you don't know. It doesn't, it's not really relevant and it's not really helpful. So, well, before we wrap up, I'm curious about the messaging part of LinkedIn because I do get messages from all sorts of random folks. And I, you know, I guess there, you can post to reach people. You can message people to reach people. But do you have any, um, sort of high level basic suggestions about how to use the messaging tool. You may be surprised, but I would actually advise our, our audience here not to use the messaging link at, on LinkedIn at all. Okay, okay. And and why is that? I'll, I'll rephrase it. If you don't want people to read your messages, message them on LinkedIn. Seems very true from my own behavior. <laughs> It's so clunky. Like when you send someone a message, they don't, they, they see your name, but they can't see the, the message itself. They, they need to click. They need to log into LinkedIn. They see a tiny window with maybe the first, it, it, it's not easy for them. If they hit reply, it doesn't get back to you. It's, it's, it's not sort of the best part of the LinkedIn platform. And when, whenever you want to message someone with whom you are connected, then by simply visiting their profile and clicking on their contact info, you will see their primary email in 99% of the cases. Grab that email, go to Gmail, go to Yahoo, go to Outlook, whatever you use, and the chances of their message being delivered, read, understood, and replied to are tripled. There is a whole life outside of LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I agree with you. I think that sometimes that direct, you know, one of the exercises that I I have in my my coaching program is to to ask for the sale, but doing it directly. So not just blanketing people with a message uh, with their email list, but literally taking one person, one email outside of your CRM or your email list or whatever platform you're using and just Gmail or whatever it is, just ask them directly. And I think that that it appears more intentional to me and not as spammy too, because, you know, it is a direct, a direct contact. 
Yeah, thank you for that. I think that's really useful. So using your feed and your posts, you know, your few posts a week would be the best is sort of the best way to, you know, reach out and let people know that you're you're there. Um, yes, you could uh, share uh, like how to prepare for uh, business photography sessions or anything that would educate your ideal reader. And also when you write such content and you also show examples in your visual photography, that it makes strengthens your thought leadership on LinkedIn and, and people are likelier to remember you when they need a, a photographer. And even once a week would work, even once some, if you mentioned the consistency on, on Instagram when you started, now uh, you have uh, almost 6,000 followers, not three. So being consistent on LinkedIn is also a, a very good way of behaving in a way that will grow your business. If you can only uh, publish or share something once a month, that's fine. But do it once a month. And, uh, you know, at the end of every episode from this show, I've said, you know, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. So I, I always recommend with all of the things that people are managing, just pick a day, you know, maybe Wednesday is your LinkedIn day or something. And, and that way you can just stay consistent with it. Well, we could talk about this forever, but I think that's a really good place to start. Is there any, I, I always like to ask guests if you have a final piece of advice, just LinkedIn related or in general that, that helps you in business or can help people that are listening. It's all about LinkedIn, but the, the, it took a long time. But I, at one point I um, decided to fire clients I did enjoy working with. And though I, I had less revenues, I was, I, I slept a lot better. And I found that it attracted a sort of, sort of clients that have become friends and it makes everything easier on, on, on my end. So you don't have to, to accept everything. You don't have to say yes to, to everyone. Pick the ones you'd like because they would appreciate your skill set a lot more than people who are only interested about price or not fair in the way they behave with you. Well, and that's excellent advice. I also say that from time to time, that that's good advice. But particularly, you know, again, in this service industry, particularly with photography, you know, there's a lot of referrals coming in. And if you get referrals from someone you don't really like, then you're probably building a network of people that you don't really like. So I understand that in the beginning, you can't be as discerning because you're learning and, you know, it takes a little bit to figure out who you like and who you don't. But when you're at a point where you're pretty well established, um, it can be a financial needs sometimes that you have to take work, but I think that's excellent advice. Where can people find you if they want to explore your services regarding your LinkedIn coaching? Thank you very much. Uh, the best way is to go to my website. That's danielalfon.com, Daniel and then A-L-F-O-N. Uh, there are articles there. I send one LinkedIn tip a month. And there's a giveaway um, cheat sheet about improving our profile headline. And I, I, if anyone messages me and, and says, and says I, I listened to the episode with Natalie on, on photo business help, I'll, I'll make sure I'll answer that person in the best possible way. Great. And the website will also be in the show notes so folks can click on that and find you there. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Just out of curiosity, where are you right now? It looks like it's nighttime and it is not <laughs> nighttime here. It's about 11 in the morning. <laughs> I'm based uh, south of Tel Aviv, Israel. Awesome. So we're right uh, closer to 7, 7 p.m. Okay. I had an opportunity 
let's see, it would have been fall of 2018 or 19, where I I was hired to take photos of um, a team that was doing some some work in Israel. So I was in Israel for about two weeks. And we went all over. We went, we started in Jerusalem, we went uh, Galilee and Nazareth and kind of the Dead Sea and just all over. It was it was a trip of a lifetime. We even went into Palestine, which was wild, and a little scary walking through those gates. But it was um, quite an experience. What was the best if you, if you could uh, revisit one of those places? Where would you um, go now? You know, I thought Nazareth was beautiful. It was such, you know, because you just have these views. I mean, it was it was really stunning and it was a nice town. Jerusalem was gorgeous. It was it, and it was really interesting to be in the old city, you know, and kind of just the history obviously is insane, so um you can't really see it all. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get a chance to spend time in Tel Aviv, which is something that People were hoping I, like, you have to go. So if I ever return, that's where I'm going to go. Excellent. So we'll be waiting, Natalie. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. It was, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. And, um, and I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from my interview with Daniel. I know I did. We turned off the, re like, the recording and he said... I can't see your profile photo. Uh, this is something we talked about in the interview. So he showed me how to make sure that my profile photo was being seen by people outside of my network. And it was a simple fix of just clicking on my profile pic and then adjusting the settings to public. They weren't set the right way. So I'm very glad that I had this conversation with Daniel. And hopefully it helped you boost your LinkedIn game a little bit in the photo world. Again, head to Daniel. Alfon, if you want to check out his stuff, .com, danielalfon.com, if you want to check out his stuff. And remember, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. Quick reminder to check out all that clarity stuff I mentioned in the beginning. You can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity. There you can read all about Cultivate Clarity, my new one-on-one -on -one intensive to help you replace your overwhelm, your procrastination, your confusion, all that crappy stuff with motivation and excitement again for what you're doing. So head to photobizhelp.com forward slash clarity.